Hello, friends. Welcome back to an episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Thrive Market. Yummy goodies on there. Pros Hair Care. My hair's never looked better from them. And a few new friends, some female black-owned businesses I'd love for you to check out. Uh, I think it's important, well, obviously, it's super important uh, now, but always to support uh, black-owned businesses, female black-owned businesses. So, um, yeah, if you're in need of a good book, one of them's a book, uh, one of them's a stylist and uh, and clothing line, another clothing line. Um, they're all just great, great companies and women to support. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm feeling like I ate a lot of popcorn for breakfast. That's how, that's where I'm at. Um, I, but I, listen, I'm on a, I'm on a, I got to kickstart it. Uh, for a while during quarantine, I was like, I can't wait. Uh, well, no, I knew I had because no clothes fit, but then I just stopped trying to make clothes fit and I've only been wearing stretchy things. But, uh, just recently I think that it's all caught up with me and as much as I like to be like, no, I don't like to diet or like I can just walk and that'll be a good enough exercise or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm continuing to do um, this uh, Juliana Jewels and Pearls workouts that she sends me, but I also just signed up for a gym. They just opened in Southern California. Well, I'm in the desert. I don't know if they've opened in LA. Uh, I just joined a gym after I record this intro. I, I'm hitting the gym. I haven't been a member of a gym in a very long time. I feel real awkward in there. I don't like to be in a section that anyone else is in. Um, I need to get over that fear. And yeah, I got to get used to even using the machines again. I went yesterday, forgot that stair climbing thing is like absolute hell. I was like, oh, I'll do this for 30 minutes, two minutes. And I was like, you know what? I'm all set on this. I got to take a knee. So I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to ease into it. And basically what I'm going to do is just walk on the treadmill at an incline. That's where we're starting. Maybe a light jog. Um, but yeah, considering it's 110 outside, I can't just go for a walk in uh, La Quinta, California. So I joined a gym. Um, I'll update you if you care. I don't think you do. It's a really boring uh, thing that I'm telling you. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I had to face the facts. I had to had to look in the mirror. I had to, I'm going to a wedding in a couple weeks and I was like, I don't think anything fits. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little get in shape routine for at least two weeks. Wish me luck. Um, how are you guys, is, is everyone still quarantined? What's going on in the world besides just all of the sad, most horrible, horrible things. I just, I, we have to continue to support Black Lives Matter. Uh, it, uh hear their stories um I, and i'm going to do that segment that i talked about um where i just want to listen and i want to hear um just a perspective of one of my listeners um who's african-american and i just want to keep uh splicing it into the podcast as much as possible because we all need to learn um and we we again we have to see this through to the end this this has to change. It's been going on way too long and we have an opportunity to change it now. And I just, I hope we all stick by it. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much for being so supportive. I for supportive. I, I truly, I know I say this like every podcast, but I, I rely on you guys as a source of comfort as much as maybe you rely on me for comfort or entertainment or whatever you come to this podcast for. Um, you, you guys, you know, on uh, our DMs on social media, on Instagram, uh, 
for some reason, a lot of you know how to message me right when I need it most. And it, it can really, really turn my day around. And I, I need you to know from the bottom of my heart, I, I, I deeply appreciate it. So thank you so much. And I'm always here for you too. Let me know how you're feeling. You can DM me on Instagram at Rachel and O'Brien. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. And yeah, before um, I get to the podcast, well, I guess I'll announce my podcast, but then I'll announce the next part. Um, I'm podcasting today with my favorite two Aussie ladies, um, Jen and Lisa from the Prince and the Pervert podcast. We have some new Epstein, Prince Andrew updates. I have a source that gave me an inside scoop on an interaction uh, or maybe more, I don't know, with uh, Ghislaine. Um, I do give an example of um, uh, this moment of like, this is what Ghislaine would say to people. Um, It's not the exact example my source gave me. I just couldn't remember exactly what she said. So I just kind of made something up that was like the gist of it. So just know that that's not exact wording. Um, But yeah, super excited of that. But before we get to the podcast... I released the trailer for my new podcast. I'll still be doing Be Here for a while every week, but I started a second true crime podcast. I have put so much work into. uh, It pretty much takes me at least two weeks to write every episode, research, and then write every episode. And then uh, my boyfriend, Greg, he does the sound on this podcast. He's uh, doing the sound, the editing. He's a music producer too, so we have original music in there. So we've put a ton, a ton of work in this. I'm really excited for it. Uh, it's called Seven Deadly Sinners. Um, and I guess you'll just, you'll hear in the, uh, in the trailer what it's all about. So here's the trailer for my new true crime podcast that uh, ep- episode one airs on June 29th. It will drop every Monday. And I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. And remember to subscribe on um, Apple Podcasts so you don't miss the first episode. All right. Thanks, guys. Sinners are often people who believe they deserve every little thing they desire. And hurting others along the way? Well, that's just roadkill. On a small scale, it's scary. But on the scale these people have done it, it's downright evil. I look at you and I see money. Make a vow of faith of a thousand dollars. And you need to make a vow of faith of a thousand dollars. Oh, Bob, couldn't you say twenty-five dollars? From New Orleans was believed to have given photos of swagger and a prostitute to church leaders. I have sinned against you, my lord. Religion, church, preachers can be your saving grace, sure. Forget your church. But what if I'm talking about preachers? used your trusting ear for their downright dirty deeds and they did it in plain sight on your tv in your parish in your own home george says this incident on top of the jimmy baker sex scandal will not kill the televangelism industry trickery sales tactics and a heavy lack of guilt made for a cast of greedy gluttons with a pay-to-pray ministry signing their followers up into a debt with God. These narcissists got high on money, sex, and power, all under the guise that God talks to them. They preach a phony gospel on the world's stage. But what happened behind the scenes will make your skin crawl. 
In season one, we uncover seven deadly sins of power-hungry preachers. I'm Rachel O'Brien, the creator and host of Seven Deadly Sinners. Let's close our eyes, bow our heads, and buckle up. This is a revelation from the Lord God of heaven. Hi, everyone. Now, we promised that Rachel O'Brien, podcaster extraordinaire and comic, had some juice on Jelaine Maxwell. Cheers, Jane. Hello, Rachel. <laughs> Hello. And I guess I should do my own intro. This is, you guys are my favorite two Epstein, uh, you guys are my favorite two Aussie ladies, but <laughs> you guys are, I mean, besides, is it Bobby? You guys are the only two people or three people doing only Epstein related content. And you guys are the experts. You guys have de- you know, devoted so much of your time to this. We and have. So- my head hurts. well okay thank you for doing my podcast i'm happy to do yours so yes i do have some gillane scoop although my source told me she kept saying uh her name differently and i've just forgotten how to say it and then i like what gulane gulane that's how maria farmer and virginia say it okay gulane no it's gulane i think that's how i think that's how my source was saying it too gulane yeah. So if you like taking the piss by calling it Jizzline or Jizzdo. Yeah. For American, yeah. yeah. Um, do people know what taking the piss means in the US? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Like like making fun of someone, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I decided to go with Jelaine just because of my brain. Like, mm-hmm. otherwise, I would stuff it up. So that's how my brain's been set for the first few months. So I'm going to... Yeah, same. I'm going to do Gillane. And who cares? Like, I'm not going to spend my time trying to pronounce her name properly when... She doesn't deserve the respect of us getting her name right. Yeah. Wait, before I give you guys my, my scoop, so have you have you guys spoken to Virginia and... Well, I've spoken to Maria personally, yes. but have you spoken to Virginia as well? Uh, I've just tweeted back and forth a few times. Yeah. 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 I just want to be conscious because they've all got different levels of trauma. Yeah. And you can't get too close to the subjects that we're dealing with. We've got to try and be, yeah, there's a line that you can't really cross. Okay. I have a question about that. Is that something you know from uh, both being journalists? That's just like a, yeah. okay, that's, that's interesting. To... Any bias and you've got to try and yeah. stop that. I'm not doing very well on this one. Not with Maria, especially, so. (laughs) Yes, but we do try to at least get their lawyers' comments in. I suppose that's the fairest way we can go. What if I told you you could get high-quality, organic, and non-GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than you're paying now and help out families in need? That's what I'm doing since I discovered Thrive Market. As a proud Thrive Market member, I get the products I love, and my paid membership provides a free one for someone in need, like a low-income family, teacher, veteran, or first responder. Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values, like paleo, keto, plant-based, delivering the highest quality organic and non-GMO food. They also offer clean beauty and bath products, pet staples, and non-toxic cleaning products, plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. I've been trying to stay away from carbs now during like the latter parts of quarantine, so I ordered a bunch of wild-caught and sustainable seafood. And let me tell you, it is the highest quality and delicious. And as a member, I'm saving 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices. 
and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49. Not only do I feel great about getting a deal on my favorite clean organic products, but I also feel great about helping to support families who need it most. In addition to membership matching, Thrive Market is matching donations to their COVID-19 relief fund dollar for dollar. Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. You can learn more about their commitments to customers and membership matching on their website. So try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash be here. Join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit toward your first order. That's thrivemarket.com slash be here. T-H-R-I-V-E market m-a-r-k-e-t dot com slash be here to start your risk-free membership and get up to twenty dollars towards your first order thrivemarket.com slash be here okay so do you want to hear the scoop do we ever yeah it's not totally different than what i've told you before but uh, my source did elaborate further there's some things i'm not allowed to say but i know them in my heart um, <laughs> maybe i'll tell you another time who knows but uh, the, the stuff that my source uh, allowed me to say is just her description overall of Ghislaine was number one, like her vibe was very like mannish, uh, like very, like very masculine, very mannish, but she was attractive, but not pretty, but she thought she was the most beautiful person in the room. So and, when she, and then when she described her as being attractive, she was saying like, she always had like beautiful jewelry on and, and things like that. And even though I think her style is horrible, it must she must have caught her on a day where her style was nice because she was like, she was dressed nice, had nice jewelry on, but she was very opinionated. And part of the reason why she said that she thought she was the most beautiful person in the room. So she would sit across from you and be like, you know why men don't like you? you? You should grow your hair out longer. You should dye it blonde. You need to lose 15 pounds. She would say this to a person she just met. Like, wow, the ego. The ego is unreal. Yeah. She would just give unsolicited advice as if like, you're disgusting now, but if you change these things, maybe your life will be better. But that's a lack of awareness of herself that she felt that she could say that. By putting somebody else down, she was feeling better herself. She was probably very insecure as well. Have you guys heard about the narcissistic wound? No. Ooh, what, that sounds interesting. What's that? It's the core element that makes someone a narcissist and it's something that's happened to them and they've just left a deep well inside that they can't fill and they try and fill it with supply. So getting supply from someone else. So sitting across from someone at lunch, I'll distract myself. Okay, I'll tell her to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. I got to look that up more. But yeah, it seems something like that. Or she is just a complete... I think there are people that just think they have just a completely delusional sense of self, delusions of grandeur, you know, where it's like they think they think that they can just say things and there'll be no repercussions for it or do things in the case of her as well. Her father adored her and at all the accounts, she was the favoured child. She was built up. She was made so much of. She probably mm -hmm. honestly believes she is the it. Yeah, I believe that. I think there are people that, especially if their childhood and their, their parents told them that they were the greatest. Like I'm doing a new series called Seven Deadly Sinners or a new podcast, totally separate podcast. It's about church and pastor scandals. So like really bad, like, you know, televangelists that stole money from people or uh, Warren Jeffs, who is the leader of the FLDS church. And he 
he abused a bunch of young children as well. He's a great, he was told from like the minute he was born basically because he was not supposed to make it. He was born premature that he was a miracle child. And so he believed his entire life he was a miracle child and then a miracle human. And perhaps, so his parents treated him like that. Perhaps Ghislaine was a similar way where it was just like, she was untouchable. Yes. So go on. Okay. So the also, the other funny thing that she told me that I thought was really funny was that Ghislaine ran with like a Euro trash crowd. She was a big partier and she had no direction. She would just sort of was there. That makes sense. Like she... She just hung out and maybe expected people to take care of her. But yeah, Euro trash crowd, no direction, no real job. But yeah, has, has she ever had a job that we know of? Well, I think she was an intelligence source. So yeah, that's why so she's hanging around on yachts. Probably, yeah. And then the other thing I just thought was interesting because a lot of the, but young girls are going to be, you know, more fascinated by someone who's like British and fancy. But uh, my source was like, she was not funny at all. She was just kind of mean. Oh. Like she wasn't, yeah, like there, she wasn't maybe charming at certain points, but really just like not likable at all. Well, that's interesting because the night that Virginia Roberts alleges she was with Prince Andrew, when he met first up with Jelaine, they were actually making fun of Fergie. Oh, really? Mm. Well, I, w- I would guess she's charming around men, not around women. And since my source is a woman, she's probably mean to women because she's jealous of them, but just very charming around men. You know, of those types. So she was on the party scene. Mm. Well, okay. The other interesting thing she said about that too is that respectable people didn't really hang around Epstein and Ghislaine. So I was like, okay, well, that doesn't really make sense because then, you know, you have people like Bill Gates and stuff that were that knew, I guess, and my source said this, that, Epstein had this way about him where he he feel people out. So he would make maybe a slight comment to see if you were into what he was into. And if the person didn't respond that way, he knew how to separate those people from his like CD life. So he would still hobnob with them, but it wouldn't be in the way that he would the other ones. Wow. So that makes sense that he'd realize, okay, Gates isn't into this stuff. When he comes with me or I have dealings with him, there will be no children around. There will be none of this. I will be yes. the straight man. Yes. And my source also said that in several accounts, I guess, once Epstein had given off the vibe, he was a little bit creepy, but like maybe it would took too far. Decent people would just distance them, themselves from him. So he either, I think it was like two different things. I think like around people like Bill Gates, he just knew not to say anything. I think there's other people that were maybe around him, but, but distanced themselves almost immediately. And then I don't know. I mean, I don't know about some of the people like like Bill Clinton, for example, who's uh, allegedly, you know, or has been in public eye kind of a creep. But I feel like even Virginia Roberts said she never saw him do anything. So maybe even around Bill Clinton, Epstein didn't. I don't know. With a lot of these people that weren't involved, say the Bill Gates, you probably find a lot of people were hesitant to go and say to him, hey, Epstein does X, Y, Z, because they see this man having a friendship with Epstein and are like, oh, oh, do we tell them? Do we not? No, he's a nice guy. Mm. I don't know. It's strange that they weren't told or maybe they were, but because they hadn't seen any evidence of it, they ignored it. Actually, my, my source did kind of explain that to me because I was like, there's no way these people didn't know. And she said, she said, I think people tend to justify things when they're in the moment, if they haven't seen it themselves. And then it's like, when you take a step back, you're like, oh yeah. And I guess I could relate to that. When I think about even living in LA, 
early on young and like being at these parties with like rich people at like their house, like so many, like, I mean, there would be like random like stripper girls like around and stuff. Like I have no idea how old they were. I just thought like this dude's kind of creepy, but I'm 21 and this party's kind of fun. So you just, I think you justify things or you don't really know what's. Yeah. Oh, I understand that. Especially if you don't think to assess how old the girls are. We know to do that now because of Epstein, but back mm-hmm. then you probably wouldn't have. Yeah, definitely. That's my major scoop from her. But I keep, uh, my source, I keep asking her about people. We'll see if I get any more info. Wow, that is enlightening, isn't it, Jen? So she was very masculine, and it sounds like she was incredibly jealous of any other female. I think so, yeah. I think so. I mean, you have to be a real... A real narcissist also to just randomly put a stranger down. Like like people she just met. Try it with us. Sit across the table and tell us what's wrong with her. We just Lisa and I are both the type of women who just either go quiet and ignore it or just use certain subtle Australian words. Which aren't subtle at all. I would have so much to say to her. My uh, my source when I was like, Were you like offended? when she was like, I really didn't care. I think she was just not impressed by her. She didn't care about her mean opinions, you know? Yeah, there would be a lot of people who rolled their eyes about the two of them, wouldn't there? You know, and also he had this thing where he'd always bring up massages, Epstein. And he said there was somewhere where they were at the house in New York and he says, oh, does he like massages? As you said, he'd just weave it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he had a weird way of doing that and then people just didn't. But I guess if you're into the same weird stuff as him, you'd be like, oh, here's like a clue, clue word. The code word, yeah. You know, yeah. we're swingers. Do you want to come? Where's your car keys? You know, something weird like that. A massage. Yeah, yeah that was a key word. Yeah. And also Bradley Edwards, the lawyer for some of the victims, wrote in his book about Epstein bringing up massage to him. So mm-hmm. he was indiscriminate. Just Wait, like, really? Yeah. Wow. Or maybe he was trying to see if he could buy him off. Who knows? They had to meet at Starbucks a few times. Oh, okay, yeah. That would put me off it for life. So if we do go to America, we've got to go to that Starbucks in Palm Beach. Take lots of photos, (laughs) selfies. So funny. Okay. By now, you've probably heard me talk about Pros. I've been using them for a while now. Pros is the world's most personalized hair care. Well, I want to share a few updates since using the custom formulas Pros sent me. Spoiler alert, it's the real deal. Okay, so I've been bleaching my hair for a while now, but I wasn't really that great with like you know, using shampoo that was tailored to um, my specific hair needs. But pros took all the guesswork out of it for me. My hair, I just bleached it a couple days or a couple days ago, a week ago. Yeah. And um, it is, it is so strong when I use pros because it knows after taking their quiz specifically what my hair needs and for the climate that I'm in. My hair feels fuller because also I have naturally very flat hair and I also answered that in their quiz. And so it doesn't overly, overly condition my hair because I don't need that straightening effect. My hair is super straight anyways. My hair just looks better than it ever has. So if you want shiner, smoother hair, I mean, that's what I'm getting from it. Pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. So first of all, I like any little quiz thing. I think they're fun. Um, you, so you type in like your eating habits, your zip code. Uh, one of the things I also typed in is I exercise outside a lot. They take everything into account. It's truly amazing. 
And with their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros also has a review and refine feature. It lets me tweak my formulas for any reason, like change of address, hair color, or my diet. Um, so if you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. And one thing I did tweak when I went to do my second order is I wanted a new dry shampoo. I'm also loving Pros' dry shampoo, but I'm using a combination of a hair mask, a shampoo, conditioner, and they are working magic for me. So Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash be here. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash be here for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. You won't regret it. Okay. So what did you guys think about, like besides with the, the Netflix series, which I thought was really well done, but with that, and then with everything coming out with Prince Andrew, why is Ghislaine skating by? I feel like I just don't see that their Department of Justice is going after. I like they don't even. They, she was barely mentioned in the mm-hmm. Netflix series, which was disappointing because that was the first time a lot of people that didn't know about this case were going to see it. I think it's all on purpose to keep. They know where she is. They must mm-hmm. know where she is. I think they are either going to try and jump on her, but giving her a false sense of security or letting her think she's winning and she's fine and untouchable, oh. maybe they're planning to go and grab her. Or do you think that if she is uh, a spy of source, that she's got too much info and they have to just... Where's the sex tapes? She's got them or knows oh. where to get hold of them. The other thing that is fascinating about this whole I suppose it's an uptake, isn't it? There's a lot going on. And Virginia said the genie is going to be come out of the bottle soon. Oh, in reference to all this? Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know who she's referencing, whether or not it was the latest attack on Prince Andrew or whether there's mm-hmm. something else coming. I'm, you know, hoping it's something else. Now, I found another Jane Doe. Well, it, it's been around since the end of November, but that was the time of his interview. Okay, so it was in the Daily Mail, the 29th of November, and basically... Of Prince Andrew's interview. I'm sorry, yeah. yes, Prince Andrew's interview. Now, her name is Tiffany Doe, and she organised some of the parties with Prince Andrew, didn't she? She said she'd met him quite a few times. He basically blew a raspberry between her boobs and said she needed to be in a magazine for big-breasted women, and he was just very awkward, but he was there so a gross. lot. And there were underage girls. They weren't at the parties, but they were in the rooms waiting for the men. As part of that, we also said there was someone complaining. They'd made a complaint, another Jane Doe, that she'd have been forced to have sex with Andrew too. Wow. So there's more well, women coming forward. Yeah. Well, I was wondering, so I was when I was looking into it more today before we podcasted, an older article, I think from 2015 or maybe it was 2019, I don't know, because I only screenshotted it. Um, one of uh, Virginia Roberts' claims is um, of the times that she had sex with Prince Andrew uh, or was raped by him, one of the times it was with him and eight other underage girls in an orgy. So yes. who are the eight girls? That's a big number of people. that Russians. Russian. They were Russian girls. Wow. How, how do you guys know that? Virginia's testimony. Oh, wow. That's so sad. It's so sad. There's hundreds oh. of girls out there who... And because they're Russian, other Eastern European countries, they probably don't even know what's been going on with Epstein and Andrew anyway. The other thing I wanted to say is 
this is a bit upsetting. So cover your ears if you're feeling vulnerable today. I think some of the girls are dead. Really? They either died as a result of Epstein and his crew, maybe accidentally, or then later on they developed risky behaviour and died as yeah. a result of that. And I think that would be very common as well. It's just it's so frustrating the the people in power what they what they can do to and I, and I have I have a subject I want to bring up about that but I wanted to quickly mention since you were talking about all the foreign young girls I think the thing that disturbed me the most about the Netflix series was that a friend and I want to know who that friend was probably probably the French uh, modeling agent who knows though that bought him three 12 year old girls for his 50th birthday I don't know. I was obviously incredibly disturbed by the fact that they were 12, but that they were just put on a plane in like a 24 hour day trip, had to do whatever with him and then just put on a plane, like how horrifying. And did he have the parents' involvement in this? You know, did they have parents? Mm -hmm. We don't know anything about these three girls. And which friend, which friend bought, bought them? I mean, and Epstein was bragging about it to Virginia and he was laughing at the girls. That bit is disgusting to me. It's totally. I mean, 12, that is just, that's just horrifying. Horrifying. I just think that there hopefully is something coming. I can feel it. Bobby can feel it. He thinks it's going to be a Rico case. Bobby Capucci, he's another podcaster. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean by a Rico case? Oh, that's like a racketeering. So they get them on financial crimes and they they can all encompass all the assets and, you know, that would hopefully, because, you know, there's the immunity deal in Florida. If they did a Rico deal and they were all around America, Virgin Islands, France, England, it's not so reliant on that deal, is it? No, they could all go, plus proceeds of crime, some of these co-conspirators could lose their homes and their fortunes. Mm. Speaking of which, Rachel, we discovered, I'm not going to say her name, but one of the core four Epstein helpers, she's moved her two houses into her husband's name in December. Is this the one I was messaging you about? You did message me this morning about her, yes. I'm fascinated by this one. is there a reason why, I mean, I, I understand probably legal reasons, but why specifically you don't say her name? Actually, I can, can't I? Yeah. No, it's publicly think... available information. Yes, exactly. It is. I just get scared because of Australia, but she's not going to sue us under Australian defamation law. So, Rachel, there's a lady in Connecticut. Her name is Leslie Groff. The Daily oh. Mail photographed her recently leaving her Pilates class. But she worked for Epstein for 20 years. And Jen and I have been led to believe from some paperwork we've seen on official files that Leslie has recently put two of her houses into her husband's name. Oh, so obviously, so it can't be touched if this all goes down. Yeah. So that was in December. Yeah, she's preparing. Possibly, maybe. I have a book I want to recommend for you guys. Okay, 4C, that's spelled F-O-R apostrophe S-E-E, is a book for the undecided and confused. Sometimes it's just asking questions about your deepest fears, anxieties, hopes, and dreams. This book taps into your intuition. Sometimes you already know the answer, but you just can't see it. It works like a magic eight ball, except it has some whimsical reads from current events or lingo like, bye Felicia, or what would Obama do? 
Basically, all you have to do is ask the book a question, flip through your pages and read your answer. It's a great book. It's fun. It's uplifting. And it's something to do with friends or alone. The book is sold on Amazon only right now. 4C is written by ID. I think it's Ville or just Ville. Sorry, love. <laughs> so go get your copy of 4C on Amazon written by ID Ville or Ville. <laughs> Another female black-owned business I want to give a shout-out to is Styled by Elbone. Uh, you can go to her website at Elbone, I might be saying that wrong too, E-L-B-O-N-E, and Ivory, uh, A-N-D-I-V-O-R-Y dot bigcartel.com. She has super cute stuff on there. She's also a stylist. And um, she, uh, my favorite shirt on there is uh, Bad Vibes Don't Go With My Outfit. So check her out. Follow her on social media. Um, and another great brand is Shop for Humanity. This brand stands for unity, love, peace, and equality. Uh, Wearing Humanity brand gives you a voice without saying a word, which is super cool. And all uh, t-shirts are unisex, so check them out too. Shop for Humanity. That, no, that's interesting. That's, I mean, that seems to make sense. I mean, similar to how Epstein had, had moved money and, and changed his trust like uh, right before he was murdered or committed suicide, whatever. Big Bickies. So she lives in Connecticut in the really fancy part. And there's one place worth $2 million and another place estimated at over a million. Wow, I wonder that these people who worked for him, who were given these huge salaries uh, for work that doesn't even constitute that type of salary, do you think they were able to build their wealth then off of that? I guess obviously, like buy these homes off of these, off of the backs of these poor, abused young girls. Like that's really sad. But it's not just the salaries. There is a possibility that there was other income streams coming via Epstein. We don't know. Because he was a money launderer. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Well, the other na- name, I don't know if you guys want to talk about, the one I was messaging you about, one of the four British, uh, besides Prince Andrew, that they wanted to talk to. I found that really fascinating, but you cannot get much info on her, mm-hmm. although I plan to really deep dive. Okay, well... The British defamation laws are a nightmare. So I followed the lead of the mirror and not named her. Well, sometimes I have. I spent yesterday going through their stories to make sure she doesn't try and sue us because there's not a lot about her in the UK. So I thought I'd better be careful. Fascinated by her because it, it, do I have it correct? I was a little confused. I went back a few times and listened to a part in your podcast, but I can't seem to Google it. Does Virginia claim that this person that we're talking about abused her yes and maria maria called her creepy and epstein but maria said epstein called her creepy yes yes <laughs> to out creep jeffrey epstein is a big deal can't get any more info on her there are ways and means i found her sister's facebook page yesterday now her sister flew on the plane as well yeah a couple of times what else have we found there's a lot on her husband so there's mm-hmm. an article a journalist did about their renovations of their massive house. Now, you know that house was used in Eyes Wide Shut. I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut, but yeah, I heard you guys said that on the podcast. It's unbelievable. See, that's the thing about this story. It has to be true because you couldn't make up something mm-hmm. like that. Well, the thing I, I, I just read today that this is what I was saying earlier, where powerful people just get away with everything, especially if they're government connected. So I was very confused at first by this this story, but then I, I figured it out. So 
Well, number one, Prince Andrew is claiming he regrets the BBC interview, uh, whatever. A source said he regrets the intention, doesn't regret the intention behind it, um, which was clear, was to clear the air for his family. He regrets, I guess, that he was, wasn't sufficiently able to convey his sympathy for the victims of Epstein. And it's that's a source of regret, whatever. <laughs> I don't believe it. So when I was looking him up again, another case comes forward that is not related to child sex trafficking or child abuse, but... The father of a kid named Harry Dunn? Yes. Okay, do you guys know about this? Yes. We get a lot of people saying, you want Andrew? Give us Harry Dunn. And we go, we're Australian, mate. Don't know. Well, no, Harry Dunn was who was killed. And the woman that uh, is a suspect in driving dangerously and allegedly killed Harry Dunn. I guess Harry Dunn's father has teamed up with Epstein victims. Mm. to Now, they're, they're somehow saying like, so this Anne woman, after she was suspected of driving dangerously and killing Harry Dunn, she, because she is married to a, what is, who is she married to? A diplomat. A U.S. intelligence person was based in the U.K. She yep. was able to flee immediately after that and go back to the U.S. Harry Dunn's father is working with Epstein victims to be like, Prince Andrew needs to go to the U.S. and, you know, stand for what he's done. And uh, this Anne woman needs to go back to the U.K. I just thought it was interesting that, like, even they're teaming up to, like, get Prince Andrew to face what he's done. Well, thank you, Rachel, for joining us today. That's really good gossip. Thank you, Source. Oh, yeah, I will. I will. Thank you guys for giving me some new info. I mean, you guys are constantly educating me through your podcast. I'm just speaking to you. So thank you. Oh, thank you. But we get a lot of it from Twitter, don't we? Oh, we love our Twitter tweets. We do. So thank you, Rachel. Enjoy the sun. And what are your socials again for our listeners? Oh, um, I am at Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. It reads like Rachel Nobrian. Um, tell my listeners what your socials are. Okay, so we're the Prince and the Pervert podcast. So jeffreyepsteinpodcast.com. I am at Lisa Podcasts on Twitter. I'm Oh Really Truly on Twitter. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. That's how I met Rachel. Yeah. And I love, I want to say for my listeners, and I'm sure your listeners already know this, I love that you, you guys aren't doing this for profit. It's uh, to find justice for these women and you're putting a lot of work into it. So I know you guys have a Patreon. So if people want to donate there, uh, they can find from your, your podcast how to do oh, that. Oh, well, thank you, Rachel. We really appreciate that. It's an yeah. amazing community that just draws people in this case. It really does. Well, thank you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hopefully there'll be some new info we can podcast about because I know my listeners enjoy the Epstein stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. The it, more, the merrier. And it's coming soon, hopefully. I think so. I think you guys are right with that prediction. So now I'm going to have Jeannie in a bottle from Christina Aguilera in my head all day. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rachel. Bye. Bye.